Hello, everyone. Welcome to Beyond Sunday at Bethlehem, a podcast created to go beyond the Sunday service experience at Bethlehem Church, exploring some of the deeper questions of our faith, offering additional content from behind the scenes from the cutting room floor. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Angela Buckland, and as always, I am beyond excited to host today's episode. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Sunday. Today, we are talking about stewardship. Over the past few weeks, we've been talking about what it means to be a good steward of the resources that God has given us, our talents, our time. And today, in our final episode of the series, we'll be talking about our treasures, how we can responsibly steward our finances biblically. Money is an often uncomfortable subject for this church to talk about. But believe it or not, the Bible has a lot to say about how we manage our money. It's estimated that there are well over 2,000 verses about money in the Bible. Proverbs 3.9 says, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. Now, I'm not naturally gifted with numbers and money management, so Kevin and I, Kevin is here with me in the podcast studio today, along with Dustin, and we have brought in some experts. Now, they would probably not call themselves that at all, but we would see them that way. And today we're going to be talking to Brad Carter, our CFO of Bethlehem Church and member of our senior staff, and Davey and Tammy Brown, leaders of one of our Financial Peace University small groups. So welcome to the podcast, guys. It's an honor to have you all on this episode. Thanks Thank for you. having us. Be here. Thank you. All right. So I've kind of set, set y'all up and given an introduction, but we'll take a minute to tell our listeners who you are and what you do and kind of why you're on this podcast. So Brad, we'll start with you. Sure. I'm Brad Carter. I'm CFO at Bethlehem Church and love talking finance. Awesome. I'm Davey Brown. I work at Step & Company. I run the warehouse. And I'm Tammy Brown, uh, Davy's wife, and I am the probate judge here in Barra County. And we have been married for 39, 39 years. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> well, and, and fun fact, Pastor Joseph Brown, who was on our podcast episode last time uh, talking about stewarding our time uh, with the community ministry, he is, how are y'all re- related to Pastor Joseph? He is our son. <laughs> That's awesome. And we have a daughter named Anna who, um, who's married to Caleb Peavy. And of course, Joseph's married to Teresa. And we have six grandchildren. That is fantastic. Uh, that's the best part there. Mm-hmm. Love it. Well, we are so glad, so honored that you guys are with us today. So we're talking about stewardship, biblical stewardship. It's based on the belief that we're to manage the resources that we've been given in a way that best honors God. So Brad, explain how this applies to finances and why it's so important. Yeah, so I think uh, just to start off, uh, I think it helps to lay a foundation uh, that we understand what stewardship is. Uh, If we're going to talk about biblical stewardship, let's get to the base of, you know, what stewardship really is. and. Uh, even talk about what a steward is. Uh, you know, a lot of times uh, we talk about stewardship, but don't lay that foundation. So a steward is a care caretaker or a manager of something. Uh, so it's very important to note that a steward doesn't own uh, what they're managing or uh, what they're the caretaker of. Uh, and I, I looked up some scripture that is very helpful uh, uh, with that. And Psalms 24.1 says, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it uh, is the Lord's. So, 
You know, to steward anything, we first have to understand that we do not own it. Yeah. Uh, And that applies to our finances. Mm -hmm. So if God owns our finances, uh, we must honor him and how we manage our finances. Okay. So yeah. uh, that's that's very helpful to, at a foundational level yeah. to mm-hmm. understand. And I would say, Brad, as you're saying that, it's very freeing to me that I don't, when I think about it, that I don't own it, I don't have to cling to it. Mm-hmm. Right. That I don't have to have this attitude like I got to control it, but I can open hand, live mm-hmm. more open-handedly when I think about it in those terms that I'm not the owner of it. That's God right. is. That's the, right. the challenge in thinking that way, though, sometimes I know we'll talk about this some is the idea that like, yeah, God owns it um, and it's in my account. But there's that, that there's that pride, self-made man piece sure. that I I am admitting to at some point sure. that sometimes I feel like, well, wait a minute. I, but, you know, when you take take a step back and look at Scripture and really take that approach, that's a different. But that's mm-hmm. just hard to swallow sometimes. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think even our, our culture and and what you're talking about. I even have uh, some more scripture, I think, Kevin, that points to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deuteronomy 8, 17 and 18. Uh, it says, you may say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have mm-hmm. produced this wealth for me. Mm-hmm. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, and I think in our society, we live in a very self-centered uh, culture. Yeah. Uh, yep. So that's what you're speaking to, mm-hmm. Kevin. That's yeah. very hard for people to grasp but that we don't produce that, that it's mm-hmm. the Lord's. And so, uh, you know, everything, everywhere we turn in our society, you hear people saying, look what I did. Yeah. It's me. Right. It's yeah. me. It's me. Uh, and so the belief that God gives us the power to produce and he mm-hmm. owns that is very foreign and encounters mm-hmm. everything that we hear in our society. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. good. Well then we end up saying, God, you okay, God, I'm in trouble. I need you to get me out of it. But then when we <laughs> have right. a lot, we go, well, I did that. Right. That's right. That's, that's right. right. That's we don't right. Give God mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think at the core of it of biblical stewardship is just the just knowing that God owns it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that we don't own it. Mm-hmm. So, Tammy and Davey, explain to our listeners what you do and uh, how you lead Financial Peace University and a little bit about what that is. Do you want me to go? <clears throat> um, well, FPU stands for Financial Peace University, which is a funny word, financial peace. Right. <laughs> you don't <laughs> really equate those word. two together much, right? right? Um, and it is a, a proven plan design, designed by Dave Ramsey of how to get out of debt mm. and make your money work for you instead yeah. of the other way around. Right. And it teaches people how to create a budget and pay off debt, invest, uh, plan for their future, and just build a legacy. Mm. Um do you want me to kind of tell what how we got into yes, it? Yes, yeah. yeah. So what led um, you, what led y'all to lead this group? Well, um, like I said, we've been married 39 years. Mm-hmm. Well, 37 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were living paycheck by paycheck. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing left over. Yeah. We weren't doing a very good job of that. Sure. No. <laughs> and so it's just so neat how God is entwined in our testimony is money journey yeah and so he has placed people in our path that has led us um 
in the right direction in in following God's precepts of what he says about money. Right. But um, we didn't have that upbringing. Sure. So, um, and a lot of us don't. That's right. a good point that you just made, Tammy. Yeah. That a lot of us don't have that. We don't right. come into marriage or come in, you know, knowing how to do this naturally. And the main thing is Davey and I didn't talk to each other. Right. <laughs> we right. didn't communicate. Sure. Um, but we first, uh, before there was a Dave Ramsey, there was a man by the name of Larry Burkett. Yes. Yep. And he was on the radio. Mm-hmm. And so I listened to him and a couple at our church said, well, why don't y'all we just got to talking about that. And she said, why don't you call that radio station? Yeah. And so I did. It was in Gainesville. So I called the radio station, and they set us up with a couple that was uh, similar to our age. And we had, um, I don't know if we had children at that point. But no, we didn't. And so we met with this couple, and they, I can remember on the way down, it was in Athens, and on the way driving to Athens, I told Davey, I said, Davey, we don't tithe. Mm -hmm. And I said, what are they going to say? Because we had to bring all our stuff, all our money and our checkbook and all that. And so we got down there, and they were very, very gracious. Mm -hmm. And they never mentioned it. Um, They showed us how to set it up on a budget. And so we began living on that budget. And then a couple of years later... It's like we did it backwards. A couple of years <laughs> later, uh, Davey was reading the newspaper, and there was a church in our area, mm-hmm. not our church, but another church, that was going to put on a 12-week Larry Burkett Bible study okay. on how to manage your money. Yeah. And so the lady that was leading that Bible study was Pam Clark. Mm-hmm. And so that was 34 years ago. So at the end of those 12 months, um, 12, weeks. 12 weeks, she challenged the class to tithe. Yeah. And her and Davey got in a heated discussion. That there was no money to yeah. tithe. There's nothing left. That's what he kept right. saying. There's right. nothing left. Uh, you, at the she end had to that. show me yeah. what uh, the tithe was and and. You know, I'm like, there's no money left. Yeah. So why, how can I do that? Right. And so she and, said, bring your checkbook, bring okay. your budget, and I'll show you. It's like a tithe challenge. Yes. And she told <laughs> that's, us. That's, that that's what she yeah. did. Yeah. She said, she set it up, and the very first thing she took out was the tithe. And then she mm-hmm. went with the rest mm-hmm. of our budget. Yeah. And she showed Davey on paper, this is how it works. And so... um. She told us, she said, I want you to do this for six months. Mm. If it doesn't work in six months, I'll give you all your money back. Wow. And so that was 34 years ago. Yeah. And we have never missed a month of a tithe. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then we learned, we went through years about, do you tithe on the net? Do you tithe on the gross? And then we tithe, we, we, it was a process. Sure. It was a heart condition. We, yes. we had to. God was growing us and molding us and breaking us. And and what is so neat about Miss Pam, I've not laid eyes on her in those 34 years. Mm-hmm. And we started, um, uh, we, we started Bethlehem in 1998, and then we left and went to a church plant, and then we came back this 
past January. Yeah. And the um, we started leasing our pasture to this guy named Derek Jones. <laughs> Who's Derek Jones? I don't know who Derek Jones is. We start coming to Bethlehem, and Betsy Jones is keeping on my grandkids. Yes, and our She's children's ministry. And I thought, you know, I don't know who Betsy is. Yeah. So um, I was looking, we and her became Facebook Facebook friends, and so I was looking at her pictures, mm-hmm. and there was Miss Pam, huh. and it's her mom. Oh, wow. Wow. Miss Pam Clark was Betsy's mother. That's cool. And so... Um, I wasn't going to get emotional. <laughs> I went up this to Betsy. It, it does that. <laughs> I went up to Betsy one Sunday when I figured mm. this out, and I yeah. said, your mom, she will never know what she did for me and my husband. Yeah. She changed our entire family. That's incredible. Because, um, I mean, we teach these precepts. We taught them to our kids, mm-hmm. and they are living them out. And it's just we want to do that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why we do it. Yeah. Is we want to, there were so many people God put in our path and now we want to be the people in somebody else's path mm. to help them yeah. get their money to where it's not, um, there's peace, right? There is complete and total peace. Wow. So you've already answered the next question. How and why has it been beneficial to you? Oh, yes. <laughs> so that's that. What, what a powerful testimony um, that you've been applying these principles for mm-hmm. 34 years. Yes. Um, so my husband and I went through uh, FPU many years ago, mm-hmm. um, and it was it was in doing that together. When you come into a marriage, kind of, you know, I brought my way of doing things. He brought his way of doing Mm -hmm. things. And FPU was this great neutral, okay, we're going to work on this together. We're going to choose this way. And it's, uh, uh, Dave Ramsey uses the gods and grandmas way of of looking at finances. So it is a very biblical uh, standard Mm -hmm. that you can apply together and work on that as a couple. So, and you still, even though we've been married 39 years, you still yeah. have to work at it. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not something you master. That's another. And can forget. Right. You got, it's just as hard now. That's I mean, it's right. not hard. It's just that. Challenging. It's, you have to make an effort. It's discipline, too. Yes. It is mm-hmm. a discipline. And I want to say, too, there's, there's a, a, you are setting people free from this idea that they have to know how to do this mm-hmm. or that there's criticism or judgment if they mm-hmm. don't know how to do yeah. it. But we, like, we're all learning. Yes. <laughs> we all need to be molded in the image of Christ. And this is another way to to do that so that we can be good stewards. So let me, I have a question, though. Yeah. When, when you go back 32 years ago and you say there's this this uh, Larry Briquette mm-hmm. um, financial program, what is the conversation that you two had because that's like I'm thinking about couples who either husband or wife is listening to this right now and they're going, oh, that's but that that conversation that you had to finally say, you know what, let's do this. How was it just as simple as that or was there how did you bring it up? Who brought it up? And there was there was a time that I didn't want to do it. Right. I mean, I was. Why would you not it. pride? Well, yes. And, you mm-hmm. know, because I don't want other people to see how much money I make. And, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what money I don't have and right. the mistakes I've made in the, you know, in the past. And yeah, yeah, I, I just, mm-hmm. I didn't want, you know, people to know that because of pride. Yeah. Yeah. 
and and a sense of embarrassment or shame mm-hmm. or but mm-hmm. you know we we all but, have. But since we've been on the budget, it, it really has freed us up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, for sure, both of us. Because mm-hmm. when I first to start with, she did the budget. Yeah, she, and I just give her my paycheck, and then mm-hmm. we we got in some issues, and mm-hmm. so. Once she give it to me, when I figured out how much she was spending on hair, I about had a heart attack, you know, and I was, it was just a real, it was, a, it, was a tough, to that, it was a tough time for me to just realize, but now that we were on the budget and I realized that we just, I, she is her part of, of the money and I get my part. I don't worry. I don't care mm-hmm. if she, you know, she gets her haircut every week. It don't matter. She knows that that's all she's got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that's really freed me up right. to. We don't argue about that yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. It's in the budget. It's right. in the budget. Yeah. She can do budget. it. That's, that's right. That's that's what's freed us up. That's right. right. And so that's what you guys better. teach now with through yes. the FBU. Teach mm-hmm. them how to put a budget together yes. and stick to it and live by because it. So good. We've heard over the years that that's one of the big problems mm-hmm. of a uh, marriage. Right. And breakups. Is money. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know. Oh yeah. Fighting over money and yep. you spent this. You you shouldn't have spent that. And mm-hmm. now it's it's. It's not like that. Right. So right. That's good. It's a piece. Financial, mm-hmm. financial I mean, it really piece. Is, it there really you is. go. So we've talked about budgeting. We've talked about stewardship. And you, Tammy, you said this earlier about how we manage our, we learn to manage our money so that our money is not managing us. Yes. So talk about how the role, talk about the role that stewardship plays in generosity. And this is, this is, I'm throwing this out to the group. So feel free to jump in at any point. Anyone can speak on this. I think it's kind of like what Brad said at the beginning. Um, I think he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Yeah. And so, um, and the better stewards we are, the more he will entrust in us to steward more and more. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's where, because God don't have a problem with you having money. Right. He just yeah. has a problem with the love of money. And if we're mm-hmm. faithful right. with, so, with so. the small, he can trust us with. And he, he right. just yeah. gives us more and more, the more the better we do it. That's right. It's very hard to be generous when when you're in under financial, yes. what you perceive as financial pressure, mm-hmm. which most of the time is self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what you guys are talking about through Financial Peace University, it's, it's a, there's a plan for everyone. That's right. what I say. Uh, so mm-hmm. never, never That's have right. the mindset. No matter mindset, what you make, it no doesn't matter. matter. Mm-hmm. No matter where you're at, there's mm-hmm. always a plan. Mm-hmm. And yes. so, uh, but the biggest hurdle to that often, that barrier to entry is the pride part that mm-hmm. Davey's talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so getting people to take that first step. Yeah. And then once you do and you have the plan, mm-hmm. you guys have just said it in your story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's a ton of freedom in that. Right. And that frees us up to be generous right. in our lives. So, Brad, you counsel. You actually, uh, you know, counsel uh, people on on financial wisdom and, and budgeting and stuff like that. So, ta- I mean, do you see that often as a barrier? Is that that sense of embarrassment or pride or shame? And how do you get people to kind of move past that? Mm-hmm. Most of the time. And, and I would say just speaking to the guys in the room. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of the time, the guy is the barrier mm-hmm. uh, he, he because of pride that we carry yeah. as mm-hmm. men. Especially uh, maybe because there's the, you know, the cultural uh, to be the pro- provider absolutely. of the families. And, That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's and, right. and, but I would just say that um, I, I, over time and time again, people who think they're in a hopeless situation, mm-hmm. they can find hope. Yeah. There That's is right. Hope in That's that. right. So. That's, That's great. Good. That's such, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that right there will set people free. Right. So Brad, we say from the stage here all the time at Bethlehem, um, 
that that when people give, they're not giving to Bethlehem Church, they're giving through Bethlehem Church. Explain what that looks like to someone who has never stepped foot in a church and doesn't understand that concept. Sure. Uh, so I, you know, we often talk about there are so many ways that we're able to have influence uh, for the gospel, for the mission that we're called yeah. in ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these are in no particular order, uh, but there, there are four rather large buckets that we like to talk about that we're able to uh, influence because of the generosity of people at Bethlehem Church. Yeah. And it's really, really cool. I love talking about this. This is where <laughs> I get right. excited. So, <laughs> uh, you know, church ministry on Sundays. I mean, we, we're able to uh, minister to the community as a whole as people come in on Sundays, kids ministry, student ministry. Uh, if you're around Bethlehem Church at all, you know that we're mm-hmm. fighting for the next generation. Mm-hmm. And, and we believe heavily in that. And we go after that right. uh, any way that we can. Uh, to, to benevolent situations that we're able to get in uh, and help people out who are in need. So there are a lot of different ministry areas. Uh, the second one would, would be the local community. You guys talked to the community yep. team last week. Mm-hmm. We yep. partner with a ton of, of uh, really good organizations mm-hmm. that we're able to uh, have financial support uh, in those organizations. And um, you often hear us say, and you'll see it on our walls at any of the campuses you go to, uh, we're all about building a better community. That's right. And, mm-hmm. and we really at Bethlehem Church believe uh, that our community should be better because Bethlehem Church is here. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, in any community that we're in, that's Oconee 211 mm-hmm. uh, here at 316. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the national presence that we have. Uh, the third one being national presence. And we, we support churches uh, all across the United States and ministries mm-hmm. uh, that we're involved in financially. Uh, and then the fourth one would be global yeah. partnerships. Uh, we partner with ministries abroad yeah. uh, financially. Yeah. And then there's a, also, and what people don't realize or may not realize, is that we have this online presence that we have with the production. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, Absolutely. that we're reaching people nationally, mm-hmm. globally. Uh, we were able to do that during COVID. And we wouldn't be able to, to have that reach without That's faithful right. support mm-hmm. and giving yep. and tithing. So that's um, it's it's all in an effort to get the gospel, the news, the good news of the gospel out to as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. So, okay, we've kind of touched on this a little bit earlier um, about how we deal with some embarrassment, some, you know, when we're talking about, hey, I'm having some problems with money. Um, talk about the correlation, how, it, how the issues that we have with our money are ultimately a matter of our hearts. Mm-hmm. Because and and Pastor Jason has taught about this from the stage uh, that where your heart is, your treasure, or mm-hmm. where your treasure is, your heart will also mm-hmm. be. So talk a little bit about that. Um, you, when you look at your checkbook, yeah. like go back yeah. and look at your checkbook for the entire year. That's where you'll see your treasure is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's or your debt. Now it's just your bank statement. I was going to say, what's a checkbook? Yeah, it's your <laughs> bank statement. So just go back yeah. and look at what you spent your money on. Yeah. And did you help people? Did, you know, mm. is it God? I think the Lord wants us to, to be generous in our giving, yeah. to place people's needs ahead of ours, to help the poor, to store up for the future, and to be careful about borrowing because you're the um, you're a slave to the lender. Right. So that's right. You, you've got all of that is a heart issue. Mm-hmm. Once you 
once you realize that it's not yours, mm-hmm. that it's all belongs to him and you're a steward to that, mm-hmm. um, everything changes. Yeah, it starts from the inside out yeah. and yeah. your checkbook or the bank statement or the debit card. <laughs> the whatever. online bank statement. Yes, online bank statement, <laughs> yeah. which and I think all that the, looks different. Right. You know, the verse that you're, you're talking about where you store up treasures, yes. you know, mm-hmm. that's where your heart mm-hmm. is. If I may read, I yeah, think Matthew, um, Matthew 6, 19 is probably one of the most, most talked about verses, mm-hmm. uh, in scripture. Yeah. Uh, when we, when we talk about scripture and money, it's probably one of the most well-known as well. Uh, and Cameron Doolittle in his book, uh, joy giving, I think he does an incredible job of tying the heart connection mm-hmm. uh, to our treasures. Mm-hmm. And so I'd like to share a little bit out of that Please. book, uh, if that's okay, Angela. The, so uh, I'm going to read the verses first, uh, Matthew 6, 19 through 21. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, mm-hmm. but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. And I'll paraphrase a little bit, but uh, Cameron Doolittle says in his book, Jesus says our treasures and our hearts go together. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And this operates in two ways. And he talks mm-hmm. about the eternal level. Uh, and when we invest or give to the eternal, uh, that's mm-hmm. when we think more about heavenly things, when mm-hmm. we think more about the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the earthly level, if we think about it, if we I- invest in a company such as Apple, mm-hmm. we get more interested in that company mm-hmm. because we're, we're giving yeah, money right. to that company. That's we right. want to yeah, know what they're doing. Want it to that's do right. Well. Uh, yeah. So on an earthly level, the things that we give our treasure to, our resources mm-hmm. to draw more attention. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. there's, uh, it's a really great book and, you know, key takeaways from what he says here, uh, hearts and treasures travel together. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a great line. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. where, where your treasures are at, that's where your mm-hmm. heart's naturally going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and the things that we invest our money in, we become more interested mm-hmm. in. Yeah, that's right. So wherever you're investing, that's where you're naturally going to be, have more interest mm-hmm. and, yeah. and, and be involved. Uh, and we care about the places we invest in, and that's where our hearts connect. Mm-hmm. That's um, good. That's mm-hmm. that's really really clear, mm-hmm. and and really helps us grasp that connection with mm-hmm. the heart. And one of the reasons that we say it every Sunday, just about every Sunday, whoever's hosting at the different mm-hmm. campuses will say, "We don't give to Bethlehem Church; we give through Bethlehem Church," yes. is because we've seen that very thing happen. As that, as people give to and through the church. They take more interest in it, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they're on a whole nother path, not just financially but spiritually. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then now, you know, the when the heart goes starts going spiritually, it starts to lead everything yeah. else spiritually, yeah. including your wallet. It changes right. everything about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're not just saying, hey, just change your giving, and all of a sudden you're going to change. But we right. are saying that as you begin to move towards God's kingdom yes. and give towards God's kingdom, do spiritual things, it will change the way you mm-hmm. live your life. Which mm-hmm. goes back to the story you guys shared that it was more than just financial. Oh yeah. Now it's become generational. Yes. And yeah. it's not yes. generational just just financially for your family, but right. spiritually for your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is correct. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay, so let's talk to the listeners right now that maybe they're not in the best place financially. Maybe they're struggling and they need help. They're maybe a little embarrassed, afraid, or ashamed to ask for help, and they don't know where to turn. How would you encourage them? This is for everybody. 
Um, I would say that God has a wonderful, uh, victorious plan for you. And um, your first thing you could do is join a Dave Ramsey class. Yep. And not just join, but come <laughs> with an open mind and, yeah. and a willingness to learn and, and maybe change your habits because yeah. behaviors. That, that, yeah. That's a lot of the problem is you just do the same thing over and over and over instead of, and, but when you change the way you do it, mm-hmm. the way you handle money, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it's, it becomes a, no, a new habit right. and, and a, a better habit. And you'll see the fruit of that. Yes. If you repeat right. those habits, those right. good habits. That's right. Um, God loves his kids, mm-hmm. just like we love our kids. Yeah. And we, I want to give the my kids the desires of their heart, mm-hmm. and God wants the same thing. So, um, but at the same time, we got to do our part. Right, right. There's a part we have to do. Sure. And that's maybe changing that behavior. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I would say uh, to listeners as well as you're not on an island. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think oh, yes. a lot of people uh, see themselves as I'm the only one stuck in this situation. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and more often than not, it, there are a lot of people stuck in your situation. Yes. Yeah. And, and there is hope and there's mm-hmm. a plan. That's and right. So, but you have to be willing to take that first step. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, and ask ask and questions. That first step mm-hmm. is not always easy. It's no, not yeah. easy. That's I mean, the hardest. Usually, it's the hardest. It's, it's right. very difficult to to make that first step. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for the people that are interested in Financial Peace University, mm-hmm. um, is it uh, does it kind of go by semesters? Yes. Um, so it, you're in the middle of a semester. We're in right the middle now. of a semester right now, and there'll be another one starting in in the spring. Yes. Yeah. When our mm-hmm. when our spring, spring groups yes. right, and uh, and we actually have a couple of FPU classes. Yes. Uh-huh. So um, mm-hmm. so yeah. So we've got mm-hmm. a few that are available, and and uh, if you don't catch it this time around, sign mm-hmm. up for it in the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a great resource that our church has made available to our, our members. That's right. So thank y'all for doing that and leading and serving mm-hmm. our, our, our people in that way. Well, so. thank you. Thank you for asking us here today. We yes. loved it. We love it. Mm-hmm. So Brad, thanks so much for joining us and sharing your wisdom with mm-hmm. us as thanks always. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, To all our listeners, thank you so much for joining us. We hope this has been a blessing to you. If you have any questions, feel free to email us, Angela at BethlehemChurch.us. And uh, check out, uh, we'll we'll include some links uh, for you to find out more information about FPU. And uh, as always, be blessed, and we will see you all next time.